0: Hey everybody, welcome to a Tuesday show. I don't really have a, a main topic. It's gonna to be more free, flo- free formed, free-flowing. <laughs> you wanna get added on to the SMS notification list that I do, I know some people have dropped off. Small little list, but it'll send a text message when I remember to do it to you whenever we're gonna go live. And if I can remember how to find that, I would be clicking this button right here. So text DSD Live, all one word, to 1 844 598 0012. That's all you gotta do. Just send that into your phone. Put that phone number in there DSD Live, all one word, and that will add you. Uh, because of laws and stuff like that, you have to opt into things like that. Uh, Sometimes people say other words, and it kind of creates a problem. So if you're not getting it, it might be because you didn't, uh, didn't, you didn't do that correctly. If you have a problem, you can drop a comment on a video, say, "Hey, I'm trying to do this. Why doesn't it work?" And then I can try to figure out which one you are. And uh, there's a manual override that I am able to do we might do the phone lines tonight not entirely sure but if we do the call-in number for that is one four two four three seven three five four eight three one four two four three seven three five four eight three that would be the call-in line Uh, you can also leave a voicemail there speaking of voicemails if you want to get a hold of me if you go over, or one way to send it like a voicemail, you go over to the uh, dadsurvivingdivorce.com website. There's a little button right here that says send voicemail. And some people do that sometimes, and I get a little audio thing. You can do that here too. It's like three minutes. But if you want to say hey or you want to say thanks or whatever, um, not really super great for people who want to ask questions uh, unless you can get the question in in three you know in, in that timeline and if you can and if it's something I can answer I will probably make a video on it so On that so that that is another little feature that's been there for a while so let me Change my volume to the right right page. I'll go through who's who's with us right now I always forget to do this. I always forget to change my speakers. So Jack Lumen says, howdy all. Howdy to you, Jack Lumen. Glad you can make it. iTumblers says, hi, Dwayne and all. Greetings to you, iTumblers. Glad you can make it. Stephanie, wow, I haven't seen you on in a long time. It says, hi everyone. Finally catching a live show. Glad to see that you can make it. Hopefully everything is going well with you. You're, if I remember correctly, unless I'm wrong. You would be one of the OGs, one of the original original viewers of it, of the channel. I belong to Jesus says, hello, peace and blessings, everyone. Same to you. Glad, thanks for joining us. David says, DSD, good evening. Looking forward to winging, <laughs> winging it here tonight. Well, and for people who are just jumping, oh, the, the, the DVR is off, so everyone who jumps in will all jump in at the right time, so... If you jump in and you want want a topic, you want me to hit, just put uh, Q colon and type in a question. Maybe at the end tag me, and uh, that we'll use that to drive drive the discussion tonight. Jack Lumen says, uh, "Welcome to Stephanie and I, Tumblers." Visible friend says, "Hey, Dwayne. Hey, everyone. Hope you are you are warm. It's snowing here." Oh, I'm so glad it's not snowing here. It, it has been, actually, it's been. It has snowed not right now, but it, like last week, it was snowing on Debbie, but she's up in the mountains. I'm more in the high desert, so so uh, I, I very rarely get that here. But it does get cold, and it's not super fun whenever the temperature drops and it's just that biting cold. So. Pepe, Pepe is on, says, hey, DSD, hey to you. Glad you can make it. Defy Dad, hey, everyone. Hey, Defy Dad, glad you can make it. Outstanding. Oh, hey. Jack Lumen says to iTumblers, and this I'll just, because he's mentioned this before, the narc mom finally agreed to a repri- uh, respite. Caregiver for dad met his first caregiver not sure it shall be the regular today well that's good good glad to hear that and david whoa wrong button well i'll go ahead and read that one uh never mind <laughs> jack Lumen was just saying what he used to do with angie and the one i was trying to click before it moved out of the way was david says tons of snow here in new york oh man i bet there are places in California it snows, but where I am is not one of those I mentioned the other day that I'm going down this rabbit hole of of radio and uh i'm i'm and and the reason i mention there's a there is a reason I'm mentioning this because hobbies are important things for you to put your energy and time into are important. So I'm going through the process of upgrading my, my amateur radio license. When I say process, I mean I'm starting to study and trying to remember everything. It's a lot of information. I will say though that since I've been doing this for a little bit longer, it's not as complicated because some of the stuff I've actually like learned and uh, am interested in. So whenever they cover certain topics. I'm like, oh, that's what that means. So, but on that, and I and I know. Oh, and the other point of that is, uh, a, a radio showed up today. I finally invested in a an HF radio so that I can I can try to to uh, exercise that and do longer longer communication stuff. But, anyways, my point is this. It is incredibly important, even when you don't feel like it, whenever you feel like the world is just crushing, you know, is crushing you, you've got to find things that you enjoy doing and you have to, in some cases, in a lot of cases, you have to force yourself to do them. And... I even, you know, even, even now, well, not like right now, but, you know, I mean, with everything that's been going on and everything, there have been times where I've had to force myself to like go out, meet up with some friends, do some camping stuff. Uh, I will say lately with the weather and the atmospheric rivers and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, "Eh, I don't really want to get myself stuck. So I'm kind of uh, pausing on that, but I do uh, do sometimes have to recognize that I have to force myself to do something and that the payoff is, is just the, the expression of that or doing that thing really hel- helps. Actually, a prime example of this a lot of times, not so much tonight, but is the, these live streams. I really enjoy doing these, and most of the most of the time, like ninety nine point two percent of the time, when I do a, do a live stream and if we finally wrap up and I play the outro music, I feel pretty good. I feel like I have accomplished something and it kind of puts a little skip into my step. So if you find yourself in a situation to where You're fighting with yourself to do something besides going to taking a nap. And I love my naps. Don't get me wrong. Try to push yourself to do something. Try to push yourself to go out. I mean, sometimes maybe that's just going out to the grocery store. You know, just force yourself to do something. It's even better if it's something you actually enjoy. If you like going for a walk, do that. If you like... You know, I don't know necessarily that I'm gonna like the radio thing, but uh, you know, if I do, then maybe that might be one of those things that that I would set up and do. And if you find yourself in that time where you're like, man, I just I just don't feel like doing anything, I don't want to get up, I don't want. To, I mean, and this is all part of depression too, right? What, what I've found works for me is forcing myself to do something and if that, like doing something as in like moving or getting out of the house or doing something f- semi-physical, you know, if I'm, if I'm not in that mode, then I try to find something that is is funny or lighthearted to like maybe watch. You know, in the video we did the other day, you know good old Brad was talking about you know not you you know that Netflix and stuff like that can be an addiction or a, a, an addiction and or a distraction but sometimes we need that right i mean sometimes when you're just sitting there and you're kind of ruminating in your own mind about things and it's just kind of getting dark and it's like it's like a feedback loop it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse we have to be our own pattern interrupt it would be outstanding if somebody would come along and force the issue, but at the end of the day, our best success on that is whenever we do that. Curious what you guys think about that. I'm gonna jump back over to the to the comments and see if there's any questions in there. Oh, I see some ra- I see some people talking radio stuff. So before I hit the next topic, I'll I'll go ahead and cover these. So okay, I'll, I'll do that one in a minute. So I'm just scrolling around defy dad says DSD trying to get your FCC license for shortwave. Yeah, I I do have my technician license with the FCC. Actually I have two. I have, I, I started it. See, here's the whole rabbit hole with this. The whole reason this radio thing came up is because I have a tendency to go out into the mountains by myself. I know it's not the smartest thing to do. However, you know, Sometimes you just can't find people to go with you. Everyone else has lives and I don't want to just sit around and wait. Right. So part of it was, okay, how do I have extra communications or extra backup options in case something goes wrong? Right. I mean, as most of you know, if you drive out someplace and you don't have cell phone coverage and you don't have OnStar star or whatever, you know, the, which is all cell based anyways, If you go out there and you have a mishap, you know, you get stuck, you get stuck, you blow a tire, your car breaks down, your vehicle breaks down, that can be a problem. So I was started to look into various different things. I mean, one was, uh, you know, first was offline maps, so I knew where I was, so I knew how to get back out. The second uh, was Iridium satellite, uh, SOS type beacon thing which also you, allows you to send text message. And that thing's the greatest, right? Because you go out, no matter what, as long as you can see the sky, you can send a, a text message via satellite that, um, you know, what your status is, or if you need help, or if everything's okay, or what your location is. I've actually finally got that set up to where every six minutes when I'm out, or when I'm, my truck is on, it is beaconing out through satellite a location. And then if somebody <laughs> happens to remember that I do that, if I ever disappear, then there'll be a breadcrumb to where I'm at. The follow-on to that was uh, G-R- GMRS radios. I know this has no you know, bearing for people who are here like, hey, wait a minute, I thought you were talking about divorce recovery stuff. I'm just covering the question. Anyways, and I started doing that. And then... That had repeaters, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Now I have a wider area that I might be able to talk out. And then just a the natural progression was the amateur radio thing. More repeaters, more link repeaters, and now I'm upgrading because I've started to realize that not everybody monitors these nets, and sometimes they're still, when I'm out in the middle of nowhere, there's still no coverage. So HF, shortwave-type stuff, has a different propagation characteristics to where you can reach out. So I'm thinking on that. If I start doing that, uh, may, and I'll have to see how that plays out. But, you know, if I do that, then maybe if I'm out in some place and I will be able to get to a human if I need to get to somebody. I don't know. It's just something. To, it's it, But it's a hobby, right? I mean, kind of rolling it back into what I was talking about is we have to find things that occupy our mind and, and help us move forward and, and grow and learn something new, whatever that might be. Because there's a lot of healing power in doing that. So, so anyways, <laughs> Pepe, Buffwing bu- 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 gang, man, I didn't. I'm so okay. So you must be. I, you, I don't know if you're a if you're an operator, a radio operator, or maybe you're using it for different things. That's pretty funny. I like that. So. Oh, okay. So we do have some radio people in here. If um Okay. Well, what I would say on that, if if you guys want to do, you know, whatever, send me an email or something like that. And uh, because there's some things I do want to try and there's some things that I think would be good to to reach out and, you know, have some people to connect with and that could be interesting. So if you're interested in that, emails in the description. Basically it's just uh crap, what is it? I haven't looked it up in a long time. What is it? Dwayne at DadsRobbingDivorce.com, I think. And it might be, yeah, yeah, that's it. it it's, it's in the video description. Just scroll down the box and there's an email email thing there. So, Defy dad says, yeah, Beofang was with serious amplification and high antennas. Uh, this setup repeats, uh, repeaters for different frequencies and all channels. And get to know Chirp well. I do have, sir, I do have Chirp. But uh, I have actually started buying or doing the RT system software because they have Mac versions. I mean, I know Chirp has Mac. And I think I did that because I think one of my radios Chirp wouldn't program when I first did it. And then so I've started to use use that. So I have a, I have a mobile radio that I finally put in my rig and my truck that's fi- uh, fixed, mounted, installed, whatever the right word is. So that's more power. That gets you know, that gets me out. That also beacons APRS, which is another another location data tries thing, but over radio, but I have very limited coverage with that. So this is funny. It's kind of neat that some of you guys are into this. So all right, I Ty Tumblr's had a question, so I tumblers says DST, any advice on how to handle slash message X about making a selection for kindergarten for upcoming school year? These messages will be used for a court trial. I would. So what I would say on that Tums is, cause if I remember correctly, you have, I think you have decision making on schools. I would, what I would do, and since you're already saying it's going to be used for trial, I would, when you write it, pretend like, okay, I've written this. How does this sound? How am I communicating? And how is a judge going to read this? Right? So it's one of those things where you want to be clear. And if you have the, so this is what I wouldn't recommend. So let's say hypothetically, or, you know, let's say in your scenario, and I think I'm correct. I could be wrong. That you have decision making I wouldn't necessarily say you know greetings scum of the earth comma <laughs> Per the court order I hereby am notifying you of my god-given right to choose the school and as a reminder on page five of our Document it clearly states that you don't get to say a damn thing about it So I don't want to hear anything. No, I don't do that. I don't know you wouldn't but I'm trying to be funny So if you're planning on it being in court, what I see there's so many ways to do this. And you and you're you want to make sure since, since it's pro, it's potentially going to be read in court or at least the judge might see it. You probably just want to be as professional as possible. You know like hi X's name comma you know Kindergarten's coming up. I'm I'm looking at different schools. I've decided. Uh, I think I've decided on you know school number A, and these are because of the because of blah blah blah, you know whatever the reason is. Uh, if you need any more information, let me know. Something like that. If you have an attorney, which I don't, I can't remember if you do or not. You know, obviously pass it past them just so that they are. Make sure you're not making any mistakes. And do it that way. I mean, but what you don't want to do is you want to keep it as short and simple as possible. And you want to try to anticipate the questions. And unfortunately for toxic people, anytime they have an opportunity to have a back and forth, they're going to exercise that. So no matter what, so re, here's the reality, Tom's. No matter what you say, she's probably not going to like it and is going to come back host, uh, hostile. Which technically, if that's through like our family wizard or w- wizard or whatever, and you know the court can see all that. Hopefully, in comparison, your traffic will look normal and balanced, and your ex's traffic will look unhinged. So let me know if if that answers your question. If anybody else has a question, make sure you uh, put Q or tag me and ask a question, and that will be the next the next topic that we hit. That's when big seems. So I'm just reading through some of the comments. I had to scroll back up for Tom's, Tom's question. Yeah, I'll hit this. Jack Lumen basically taught responding back to Tums. But, but I, this comment, I think, makes sense. It's, Narc Mom is still fishing for angles for control right now. It's homeowner's insurance. See, that's the other thing that you have to remember, and it's hard, is that these folks, when I say these folks, I'm talking about the toxic narcissistic people. They are constantly looking for angles. They'll try something to maintain or gain control. And if that is not working, then they will pivot to try something else. It's it's exhausting. It is absolutely no fun. We have to keep our guard up all the time. Make sure that we're not taking the bait and we're not responding unless it's something we absolutely have to. And I know this is a thing that so many people struggle with that I've been working with lately. It's It's the fact, see, I have, I have a hard time with this because I still can remember back when I was going through this and I fell into the same boat. You know, every time some, the ex did something, I felt like I had to respond. I had to address it. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't let it go. And I would then catastrophize on, oh my God, what is this going to mean? What's going to happen? What What's the next move? This is going to end up in court. I'm going to, you know, my life is going to be horrible. And, and, and it's just guys and gals, what I'll say is this here, let me do this. I wish that I could go back, roll the clock back 10 to 12 years when all this crap was happening. And I wish I could scream in my own ear Relax and let most of this crap go because it's not going to move the needle. And the reality is, I'm I, as I'm now, you know, this so far into the future in this, that seems so distant, distant at the beginning. It seemed like this would, you know, I was like, man, I'm not even going to live to get to the end of this, you know, like health reasons or whatever. And the reality is, is I wasted, I wasted so much time focusing on what if, but what if this, but what if that, but what, you know, just like, Oh, how's she going to respond to this? What, if, you know, I mean, my God, I remember when I heard that her latest friend slash boyfriend slash whatever was from the local police department. I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to, they're going to start, you know, uh, profiling me and pull me over and you know, yada, yada, yada. and And I got so worried about that. And then it's like, you know, when she decided she was going to go, I'm going to college. I'm going to better myself, you know, and she decided to go be a paralegal. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, now she's going to get free legal thing. This is going to turn into a nightmare. It's like all this stuff that, that I freaking worried about that it never happened. It was a waste of energy. I wish I could scrape back those fucking t- minutes, hours and days that I that I just squandered getting my head wrapped around what might happen and do, you know, spend that time differently. In my older videos, if, you, if you've if you seen them, the non-beard ones, you know, a lot of times I, I, I talk about you, you just have to pivot and focus your energy, start putting it more towards yourself. So if you find yourself sitting there and 80% of the time or 90% of the day, you're thinking about what ifs, start forcing yourself to start thinking about what you can do. Like, like, okay, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to start working out. I've never been able to get myself in. For whatever reason, I'm just not wired to where that is something that I enjoy doing. But whatever it is, if it's like, I want to write a book that not about this, you know, write a book about something else or you want to tinker on a motorcycle if you still have one, or whatever it is, you know, find something else that 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 is putting time and energy towards you. You know, I mean, the world is so selfish nowadays. You look at it and, and everyone's me, 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 me. You know, YouTube, TikTok, you know, all that crap. And it's, it's easy to think that, well, I don't want to be that. But you do owe it to yourself to focus some of your energy, most of your energy on your life, on on what you are doing or what you're trying to do, as long as it's to, to make things better. And what I will tell you, and this is what happened with me when I finally had the epiphany and started pivoting my thoughts it got easier and easier and easier. I mean, at first it was hard and it was like, you know, 99% of the time it was like, I'd wake up and that was all I was thinking about was the X and what might happen and what she's doing, what, you know, what her game is, all that stuff. And then slowly it would be like, I would get a few, you know, I get like 10 or 15 minutes where I'd have some, you know, be thinking of something or doing something, researching something that I was interested in. (laughs) Besides destroying the X, you know, and, and that's, and I get it, you know, some of the stuff, you know, like what I'm doing now costs a little bit of money and, you know, I couldn't have done a lot. I could have done, (sighs) there's things I could have done earlier on that didn't really cost a lot of money. And I encourage you to, to do that. I kind of went off on a tangent on that. So, but hopefully that makes sense. Sarah says pets help to regulate yourself that if, if that, if you can pull that off and that works for you, I personally, I see, I have some deep or I have some, I still have some trauma, I guess, with the way the ex did animals. So I kind of, until I'm in a position like when I retire to where I can focus on that and have my little animal buddy there every day and not just sticking them in the house and, and stuff like that. Plus I also wanted to get to this point where I didn't have any responsibilities that would prevent me from doing anything, you know, cause before it was the kids, I've been looking forward to, you know, that 12 year in Mark, 10 year, whatever it was to get to the point where all the kids were adults, all the, all this, you know, that most of the, the family court crap was over. And you know, if I wanted to take a week and go to Colorado, I could. So anyways, Stanley says we are responsible for our feelings. Absolutely. Well said, Stanley. Trying to read around the comments. I already read that one. Oh, Y said uh was asking me about the digital thing. No, I never tried a spot. Um, it just, when I was, when I was looking at it, I mean, spot was still a thing, but they were pretty much overshadowed by Garmin InReach and, uh, Zolio. And there was like a bivvy stick or something like that. And for, for my, what I was wanting to do, which is not go hiking, basically be, you know, in my truck and around my truck, uh, maybe a little bit of, you know, hiking once I get someplace, but you know, not very far, The, the Zolio was, and it was the, the, you could get a unlimited plan where you could send unlimited text messages basically with a dedicated phone number and, uh, for one, one low, low, eh, you know, whatever price. So no, I didn't, I didn't look at that, but yeah, that's an option too. I've heard people have had decent luck with that. All right, let me do this. Uh, Rolando says, "Hey, Dwayne, I'm new. Just started having meetings with my 13 year old daughter via supervised visits. Uh, talking, talking causes fights, and her lashing out to me last time. We just played chess and minimally spoke. Yeah, it, this is see. It's going to be tough. And Roland, uh, Rolando, sorry if I keep messing your name up. I." If you, since you're new, you may not know this, but I, I have a hard time for whatever reason when people's names pop up and I'm looking at them, it's just like my brain just decides to vapor lock and read things differently. But on that, you know, make sure you do the supervised visitation. You can 13 year old 13 is a rough age anyways. And just, you know, if you guys are just hanging out, that's fine. Uh, the only, you know, maybe the only other thing I might recommend is when you go there, just say, you know, Hey, what do you want to do? You want to talk? You want to play chess? You want to do whatever? Um, and just go from there. Sorry, you're in that mode, man. I I know a lot of people find themselves in that supervised visitation. Nightmare, lack of a better word. And unfortunately, you get kind of wrapped into where the system just forces you to have to do this stuff. So hopefully with that, I mean the, whoever's doing your supervised visitation, hopefully they will be able to write. Sometimes I've heard people where the the report, the personal report back is like, why this is not, you know, why are we doing this now? Keep in mind since you're new, man, There's probably a lot of under either covert, maybe overt, but probably more subtle covert type manipulation that's happening with your 13 year old, especially since, you know, the other parents bringing them to the event. So they have all the time to kind of like push the buttons and stress them out. So when they walk in, they're stressed with you. So if you want to add some more, I can hit it, but, but I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you're at least got that started back started, not necessarily back up, but m- my understanding is for a lot of folks, a lot of times it takes a while to get to the point where you can force the supervised vision, visitation to happen. Uh, and oftentimes it's just a ploy of all this crap that's going on. It's like, all right, how do I minimize the excess time with the kid? You know, first thing it's easy. It's right, right. I have them. I have them. You know, you don't get to see them. You, you know, you're you're part-time. Oh, now I'm scared. I don't I'm not convinced that, you know, even though you're a grown grown ass adult, I'm not convinced that you know how to take care of a 13-year-old because you never have. So, you know, we need supervised visitation to make sure you don't you don't do with a 13 year old, that's crazy. But whatever. This is the type of game they play. And they force us to have to 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 go through these hoops. And what I will tell you is most of the time for the people I've worked with through this channel, when they've done this, when they've been in the situation you're in, Rolando is that it gets undone. Now, if you did something that, that made a mistake and there's a protective order and it's been upheld and whatever that complicates things, you can still, you know, you just have more hoops to jump through. You have to not make mistakes and you have to let the process play out, so. All right, let me see if I can see what else is going on. Again, if you guys have a question, just ping it out towards me, Q makes it easier. Uh, Tag me so I can see it. So, all right, I'm just scrolling through. Okay, yeah, so Itumblrs wrote back and said, uh, yeah, you have great memory. I finally, I, I have final decision over education. I have no intention of actually using the X's selection. Thanks for the wonderful advice. Yeah, okay, so I think the only other thing I would say yeah, I, I see. It depends on on why you you get to court. See, here's the thing. Realistically, the likelihood that they're going to use what you wrote is low. So you got to make the decision of, of if it's worth it to add more in there. I mean, because I was what I was thinking is I said, well, you could, you know, you could be like, you know, thank you for your interest in national defense. That's a joke I always say, but you know, thank, you know, hey, thanks for the recommendation, but um, I'm gonna go with this school for these reasons, you know, or whatever. I. I Technically, I don't know if I would really do all of that, but. Excuse me, I'm all flimmy or whatever today, so I apologize for I keep trying. I'm trying to hit the mute button so I don't bake that in the radio. Oh, Pepe says uh, this is a different topic, but Pepe says ham and overlanding usually go hand in hand. Yeah, I'm trying to get the local club I'm I'm. Well, when I say local, it's actually local to Debbie, not necessarily to me, but it's in Tehachapi and I'm trying to, uh, that club is starting to do some overlanding trips to kind of exercise radio stuff and do some like field stuff and go drive in the dirt. And, uh, the, I missed all the ones last year because it was either on a graduate, it was something was always going on. It was a graduation or some other event that I couldn't, I <laughs> couldn't get out of. So that, okay. So on that, this is kind of funny. Oh, I'm going to set my drink down. This is kind of funny. All right, let me do this. Okay. This is kind of funny. So last year, you know, I was just saying, you know, the overlandy trips, I had one planned instead of going on this trip that I had basically had on the books for three months. and was part of the planning. Now, I didn't go out on a pre-run, but I mean, I was like part, you know, like providing feedback, looking at their plan, the whole nine yards. Instead of going and doing that, I had to go spend the day with my <laughs> ex-wife at my daughter's college graduation. So Debbie and I both got to basically spend hours with the ex and went out to dinner with the ex. Oh, that was a bitter pill to swallow. Anyways. All righty. That's funny. So Ruben says, hey, happy Tuesday. Hopefully my daughter gets here before midnight, but you never know. So that's an interesting segue. And one thing I will just encourage everyone to remember is more than likely your ex is going to do everything in their power to screw with your time. What I would say on that is make sure and I and I had to struggle with this too. And mine would do, you know, mine necessarily wouldn't was never like super late. And I know I've talked about this before, but it it would be more along the lines of I'd make a spread. I would uh I would make a nice meal, the kids would walk through the door and it's like, oh, I'm so stuffed. I'm like, really? You know, or whatever. It's like, you know, I'd make spaghetti or something. Oh, we just had that. You know, we had that for lunch. And it was like, oh, my God. Uh, so you got to get yourself into a point that you can work around and mitigate the crap that they do. So. It, you know, if, if you luckily, like in your situation, Ruben, hopefully you have drop offs to where technically you're home. So if it happens super late, it's, uh, it's annoying, but it's not catastrophic. I have a buddy of mine that I work with who's dealing with that. His, his ex, you know, and his, their meeting location is like a grocery store parking lot. It's either grocery store parking lot or it's the police, uh, the sheriff's department station. And continually she, his ex is, you know, late, you know, won't, won't drop the kid off or you know, just playing those type of games. You just have to kind of get used to it and make sure you work around it. You know, don't don't count on getting your kid on, right on the dot, you know, at whatever, at, you know, five o'clock and you have an event you're going to at six or whatever. You know, don't put yourself in that situation. So if you have more information you want to add on that, Ruben, please do. Oh, you know what? Uh, I won't. Oh, darn. I think I, I think that means like. Well, I'll do this. Pushing 50 says, hi, uh, Dwayne. Got hit with a silver bullet two years ago, but now have supervised visit with my 13 year old daughter. Only two hours a week. Uh, we've had four sessions and three of the sessions. were bad. What session, pushing 50 was good? Was it the four, was it the last one? If you could answer that, let me know. Uh, see in the silver, silver bullet can mention, be a bunch of different things. It could be, I mean, typically what they say is they try to accuse us of either essay on the X or essay on the kids. So if you're getting visit some interaction with your, with your daughter, if that was the case and that means you've worked through some of that, but <clears throat> yeah, man. And it's tough with a 13 year old because they're so <sighs> after being someone who's had three 13 year olds in the past, they're a handful. They're a handful anyways. They they push boundaries. They play, you know, play games and and trying to deal with that with also, I mean, I, I, I feel for you pushing dad because, I mean, you haven't seen your kids, what did you say, two years. So I'm not sure if you're saying you haven't seen your kid in two years. Or more or less, most unlikely, that's the way it normally happens. Is you ha- you have this period of time where where something happens, they're able to keep the kids away from you. You have to battle it out in court, dump tons of money in the ground to try to try to recover from this, and then you slowly start getting time. And now you're having to deal with the the negative programming that's happened. So yeah, I'm curious whether. Let me see if I can look over at the other. If you've if you've responded. I have two windows open for comments so I can kind of see what's, man, the font needs to be bigger or I need to get my blood sugar under control and get new glasses. Okay. So I don't, oh, wait a minute. You do have parts. Okay. So I'm going to scroll down. Actually, I'm going to search on you. That'll make it easier. Push in 50. All right. Okay. Here we go. Now I can see you. All right, so uh this is after the next comment you had said she kept parenting her her mom. Wait a minute, she kept parenting her mom and last session. We just played chess and did not verbally communicate. I know we need counseling, but it's gonna be a while before our next hearing to ask for it. Yeah, and you just keep pushing the time, you know, you keep pushing or not pushing, but just spending that time with her. I mean, even if you're just not even saying much. Then you go on to say, sorry for the long question, but from the eyes of the supervised monitor, our visit. Wait a minute. For the long question, but from the eyes of the supervisor monitoring our visit is being quiet and playing chess with my daughter working for me or working against me. If we're not talking. Um, If, if you guys seem like you're engaged and you're, you know, and she's not throwing pieces at you, then it's a good thing. Now, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, it'd probably be better or greater if if you guys were laughing it up and, you know, yucking it up and hugging and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, if you're doing something and it and it seems, no, so let me ask you this. If you were in that room or you came in someplace or, you you know, whatever. You go to a coffee shop and you see a dad with their daughter and they're playing chess in the background. If if you were looking at you guys doing that, would you think, wow, that kid can't, you know, can't stand dad? Or would you like, oh, that's cool. They're playing chess, right? So I don't necessarily, I mean, and to be honest, I mean, my exp- I haven't played chess in a while, but my experience is it's kind of like a, a concentration type thing, right? I mean, you're dealing with it and you're doing it. Actually, I mean, and if you guys have it at a decent decent thing and and it goes well, I mean, it isn't turning nasty. I think it would be a good thing. Yeah, the wise that said uh, maybe request reunification therapy. That might not be a bad idea. Sorry, I said that because I had a my volume thing popped up and I don't know why it did that. Ah, see, this is good. I'm glad you got to this. The last one was good. Uh, that's when we just played chess and didn't communicate it, but it felt like I have something to do so the supervisor monitor can write something good down. Uh, she's my youngest child. The other three have aged out. Yeah, no, I think, I think it's good. And, and the reality is, see, this is, that's why I wanted to ask that because it was like, if, if you had bad ones and they noticed it and now you're having something that seems more normal and it's good, then that's better, right? Because then they're seeing progress. So and and keep in mind that in some some ways the supervised visitation is is also kind of see I mean I, I freaking hate this cuz we shouldn't have to go through this but also think of it this way right you haven't been around your kid for a few years your ex has been able to convince the the courts that you know oh my god you know it'll be just traumatic for for sin you know for for teen, what do I what Tina To uh, to be forced to go see you know see their dad and you know we need to make it safe for them and and so okay cool we'll do some of these supervised visitation make sure everything's going good see that there's progress and slowly you know integrate it the frustrating part for us is we should not have to do that we know that the ex is trying to sabotage it and it's just an exercise in our feels like an exercise in frustration so hopefully pushing fifty. That uh, that helps you and and I know that it's frustrating. Just uh, don't don't let them see you get frustrated. So now I got to figure out where I where I was in the comments because I sorted it by that and then it takes me right back to the top. Oh, no, I want to do it this way. Come on. So Gianni says, I made it a point to make sure I didn't respond to any message my ex sent to me for at least 24 hours. And later on, I wouldn't even read her message for a couple of days. That, that is super smart. I've talked to a lot of people about that and they get caught up in this, you know, responding all the time or, or you know, their ex is texting them. I'm, I'm like, freaking knock that stuff off because that will drag you back down into the pit of hell. So if anyone, you know, if you can push it out, I, I got to the point where I started doing exactly what Gianni was saying. And, uh, I would write, I, I might write the response immediately, but then I wouldn't, I just leave it in, in draft and wait a day or two before I sent it. So, and actually there was a period of time where This was way back. This was like the first Christmas she had the kids for Christmas. Whenever she's like, you know, I've decided that I'm going out of state, and you know, since we have to mutually agree, since I don't agree for you to see the kids, you don't get to see them. Bye. And uh, so I got to the point where I would, you know, I think the first one I responded immediately to, and then after that I would wait a day or two. I would send a response, and with like within like a minute, I would have this scathing email back. And then I'd wait two more days to respond to that. All right. So let me see what else we got going on here. The Y says playing chess quietly, it's working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was funny. Whenever I, I did the custody evaluation, uh the way they did it, because they they wanted to observe you know, they interviewed everybody. <clears throat> they then they wanted to observe like half an hour with each of us hanging out with the kids. And when I did mine, it was like, okay, this is what I want you to do. This is the rules, you know, for the first 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever. Uh, you know dad you get to pick what we're going to do and then at 15 minutes then the kids get to decide you know get to guide to play and I'm like alright cool right so I can't remember what we did we did something we played something for 15 minutes and we switched it's like okay guys what's next and we just I I mean I just switched with it it was no big deal <laughs> and then later because that was on one day whenever I was there for the next time <laughs> whenever the ex was in there with the kids it was a train wreck. It just started out and, and it just was complete pandemonium and chaos. You know, and then I think my middle daughter which was trying to, you know, was basically trying to get everything under control cuz like the ex just checked out. It's like started out with like no no, don't do that. And then when the kids, you know, didn't listen to her, then she just kind of went and did her own thing. <laughs> uh but, but 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 here's the crazy part. Didn't move the needle. It wasn't like they wrote in the report, oh, my God, you know, dad's the stable one. He should have full custody. Nope. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe if I would have messed it up, maybe they would have hammered me more. Their recommendation was 50-50. So... Diane says, yay, caught, a, caught on a live stream. Hey, glad you made it. Stephanie says, DSD, I agree. A narc is always going to misinterpret your intentions and try to manipulate, manipulate you. That will, uh, that, sorry, the what ifs will cripple you. You have to focus on what's in your control and ignore the rest. Yeah, and and and, and I would also say on that, and you're kind of saying, I think you're saying this basically, but make the best decision for you because no unfortunately no matter what you do they are going to take it in the most negative way possible if you do exactly what they want you're not going to get any credit for it you know I mean so don't necessarily I'm not saying you know just do something that that um, you know is going to do antagonize them but if the right decision the best on the double binds if they best, Bad decision benefits you more than fine. That, but just be careful. I mean, don't take that as carte blanche just to, to, to you know make sure you win all the battles and then, and then lose the war. Because on top of all this, your ex is constantly going to be trying to set up wedge issues for you to fall into to try to help, to, to, to just try to help a little bit to assist in your destruction of your relationship with your kids. All right. I always have a hard time going through the 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 commas between everybody and the one's going towards me. Oh, this is a good one. Seth Seth says, "Do you ever worry about if your kids get married or you have grandkids that will force you into more narc interactions now because my take on it now is i i understand what my boundaries are i understand what my healthy boundaries are so if something was to occur that was pushing that i wouldn't i wouldn't uh accept it deal with it Uh, i'm trying to think of the right word so now let me okay so are you saying Would I be sad and bummed if, you know, the kids just completely go down the pit of hell and start exhibiting major narcissistic traits and get into really toxic relationships? And, you know, and it's like this, this, this triangulation between their new relationship and their mom and me. If that happens, peace out. I'm out. I'm not going to, you know, I'll, talk to the kids or whatever, but I am not going to put myself in the middle of it. I, nope, nope. You know, if my kids started doing, you know, one of those things where they're trying to guilt me to do things or, or be manipulated, be manipulative. There's the door. You know, uh, it's, it's no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, allow my peace and serenity to be destroyed because of other toxic people. Now, I might have to engage with it a little bit to try to help, help my kids at least. But if it turns into a total Charlie Foxtrot, no. So, I mean, so I guess, am I like really worried about it? No. Do I have a plan on the back of my mind what hap- would what happen? Yes, I do. For the most part, what I've seen with my kids, they seem to be Even though they still, you know, gravitate towards their mom, they do seem to recognize healthy boundaries with people, and they seem to try. They're trying to, to interact with people in a better way. To me, that's a really great sign that maybe something positive has come out of all of this. Hopefully, that answers your answers your question, Seth. Hmm. trying to trying to see if this was a was a comment uh, I think somebody's asking a technical I think Diane where is it oh on the highlighting names um yeah you have to be on a computer to do that on an iPhone, I haven't been able to figure out how to do it. I'm not sure if you can do it on on Android. Uh, I don't normally watch live streams on my iPad, so I'm not sure if an iPad would do different. And and, and it's I, I got one of those minis. I basically just use it for maps and stuff. In my truck. All right. <laughs> what do we? Diane says, question, what are we talking about tomorrow? I don't think I'm going to be on the live stream tomorrow. <laughs> so probably nothing. I would say if people have suggestions for the next next uh, stream or whatever, uh, you could put those in the comments of this stream. And I mean, I do a lot of times I'll, I'll look through the comments. Um, even if I can't answer all of them, I'll kind of look through them. And sometimes I'll grab one. I'm like, okay, that'll be a good topic and then I'll highlight that. All right, I'm scrolling down. Wow, looks like there's more comments than I thought. Yeah, you guys, well. Some of you guys are talking about uh, Angie Atkinson from Queen Being. She passed away a few years ago, a couple years ago. And uh, yeah, I still, that that whole thing just kind of was just surprising. So I don't know how many people, people remember Angie. Uh, Hopefully you, I mean, if you're new, obviously not, but but her stuff's still out there. Her channel's still active. Oh, is Lisa? Okay. Hey, Cy. Says, hi, hi Dwayne. God bless. Glad you can make it. Lu- uh, Lucia, hi. Greetings to you. All right, so now I'm kind of getting back up into some of the more current stuff. Oh, wrong button. Don't hit that button. There we go. Oh, man, I'm having technical problems. Oh, wow. I'll just jump back onto this. Pushing 50 says, Yeah, she was multitasking. Chess and check. Chess? chess and doing her homework she did not give me the attention that a normal game would constitute i felt pushed aside yeah but you know the homework's important too right i mean i i i I, see reuben or sorry pushing 50 be see you're you're kind of starting to fall into that catastrophic thinking you're overthinking it and i and i used to do that myself so just you know I don't know don't don't uh don't overthink it you know try to keep it and you know keep it uh as calm as p- calm and peaceful as you can so oh this is interesting stanley says narcissists are paranoid yeah, they're always looking for angles. Now, the one thing I would say, and I was kind of just talking about it, the the crazy part is, is narcissistic people make us paranoid because we start second guessing ourselves, start thinking, well, what does this mean, or what's happening, or, or you know, pushing fifty. I'm sure he's thinking, oh, great, you know, uh, we're not, you know, we're not having yucking it up and having a great time, and, and talking about everything and stuff like that. So the ex is going to use it against me. The ex is going to use no matter what you do against you. Kind of like what I was talking about before, but uh, be careful when you start getting into that, uh, that what if paranoia like Stanley's talking about, well, he was talking about with, with narcissists, but you know, let them, if they start like, Oh, what's your angle? Let them waste their time worrying about it. Sai says control is their game. Absolutely. Uh, Lucia says, I love your firm boundaries, Dwayne. I was not as strong. Well, what I will say is it took me a long time to get there. That was not one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? I just figured this out. There was a lot of pain and frustration and mistakes on my side for me to get to the point that I have that, uh, have that, that realization Hold on. Seth says, you mentioned the story about having to spend graduation with the ex. I have to look, uh, I have that to look forward to. How do you handle it? Well, it's stressful. Don't get me wrong. I mean, this last year, or not this year, but, you know, the last year when all the graduations, everything happened, I had... Technically, I should have had three graduations. I had my youngest graduating from high school, my middle graduating from a four-year program at a university, and my oldest graduating with his associate's degree from the local community college. Now, he decided not to have a ceremony. I don't know why, but, you know, he just, probably because it was just turning into such a Charlie Foxtrot The other ones, I just, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, we just like, okay, we have to deal with it. I just had my game face on. For me, fortunately, my experience up to that point, the ex didn't create a lot of drama when we were together. Most of the time, the drama was when we were apart via email and via smear campaigns with other people. When we were in the same room together, she would pretend like things were... Okay. Ish. Ish. Uh so it was just one of those things where you just kind of like I mean what we did on that was like okay, you know, this is more about the kid like for my and I we tried to do the thing going out with um with uh on the high school thing, but for whatever reason she didn't the ex didn't want to go. But I'm like, "Hey, you know, we could go we're going to go out. You can come, you know, and she said no. And it basically is just a matter of like, okay, I'm going to deal with this. The reason I'm doing this is not to hang out with the ex, it's because this will mean a lot to my kid. And for most of us, our kids, if, if, uh, even if they know the parents hate each other, if they can at least pretend, you know, they can have like a, a semblance of a, of a, is that the right word? Semblance. Semblance? I'm probably saying it wrong. Hopefully you know what I mean. Appearance. Have the appearance of a normal family dynamic. So that's what my take on it was. Is like, all right, we're doing this for you know, for that. So basically, we did the graduation. We didn't all sit together in the graduation. College graduations are a lot more complicated than you know, high school graduations. Actually, but even on the high school graduation, we didn't sit together. I was prepared to. Was prepared to, didn't. And, uh, and probably that might have been because I think the college was first. And I, and I was like, okay, you know, we sat near him for the, one of the presentations on the, like the day, the morning of or the day before. I can't remember. I can't remember how the thing, it was like two days. It was a pain. And then the graduation, we just found a, Debbie and I found a spot, hung out. Um, when it was over, uh, we just kind of like okay what are we doing you know the youngest was like i want to go you know we went to the cheesecake fast factory and it's like okay so we did that you know and walked around a little bit and then went back to the college cuz she had to move out grab some stuff to get out of her dorm room and then we you know it's like all right we're we're done we left and uh you know you just you 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 get yourself Geared up to it. Now, Seth, what I will say leading up to that, what helped initially in the beginning, every time I was around my ex, I would have this crash for a few days. Like the ruminating and stuff like that would be really bad. But, but what I started to notice, and hopefully you will too, is every time I would interact with her, you know, later on, like after the first couple of years. It's like when I would be around her, it was I w- it was just more one of those things where it was kind of like I would sit there and I would look at her and I'd be like, "I married that? I used to think that was a prize?" You know, I mean, this is it's like it's like the mask was off and I could see the person in a different way. And in, when when I got to that point, it made it a little bit easier. Now, don't get me wrong, I was always had my guard up. I never really fully relaxed around her because I did not want to be in a situation to where I let my guard down and then she you know, jabbed me in the eye or something or did something that I wasn't anticipating. So I kind of presented very standoffishly for the most part with her. But but my point is, is after time, when it finally came to the graduations, it wasn't as big of a deal. Now Now, don't get me wrong. The months leading up to that, I didn't enjoy, I wasn't looking forward to it. Now, the other part about this that some of you guys know who've, you know, on this latest thing that's been happening this last six, seven months, I was also really concerned about my mom showing up and what that might mean. So I was actually, if, if my mom would have been like, I'm going to be here for all the graduations, I wasn't going, I would, I was like, Nope, I wasn't even going to put myself through it. I think the kids now with the, whole, with the lawsuit and everything, I talked to my son about this a while, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think he now gets it because I'm like, look, here's the deal. This is, you know, with this, what, what just happened that I just went through. I did not want to be anywhere around those people. I was nervous about what they were going to do. I got to be very careful what I would say. If you would have invited them to any of your events, I would not have gone. And that's the reason why I had nothing to do with you. It was because of that. And fortunately, for whatever reason, they didn't come to anything. They came after. So I was grateful for that. All righty. So sorry, I'm, I'm trying to read through, read through this. Lucia says, I'm interested on, in your thoughts on narc friends. It took me a long time to realize what was going on. Great question. What I will say on this, and this is a thing that I think a lot of us go through. When you, when we ultimately realize, or we have a, a toxic relationship that explodes, or we finally realize what's going on, first we focus it in on them. And we're like, oh my God, I was married to this toxic person. And then as you start backing up, you're like, holy crap, everyone I'm surrounded by are, are toxic narcissistic friends. And it is very common. I'm going to put the screen this back up on the screen just so I can keep it on topic. And what ha- like what, what what Lucia is saying is it takes a long time to get to that point. And it actually is is it's a it's a hard phase to go through because then you start looking at it and thinking, "Oh my god, everybody on the planet is a narcissist." I'm surrounded by, I'm the only person who's not, you know, there must be something wrong with me because if, you know, everyone is one way and, you know, and I'm different, then that means, you know, I'm the odd one out. No, what happens is most of us who have been conditioned in narcissistic families and whatnot, we tend to gravitate toward those same toxic people. And as a result, Our co-workers are this way. And granted, co-workers are a little tougher because you, you know, they're your, you can't just, that's your job, right? And then your friends are that way. You're, you marry into that and and you're basically surrounded by it. You probably heard me say this before. It's like, you know, people go through this phase where they're like, oh, everyone, and you're not saying this, but uh, you know, people in this phase are saying, go through, sorry, I'm getting tongue tied go through a phase where they think everybody is this way. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's like if you hang around with bikers, then everybody you know, everyone you see is a biker, or motorcycle rider, or a or leather jacket, yada, yada. Well, if you hang around a bunch of people who smoke dope, then everyone's a doper. If you, you know what I mean? I mean, technically, the most of the people I hang around with are kind of into off-roady stuff. There's a small segment of people. So we tend to uh, we tend to seek out or see what we're expecting to see. So and it's hard and it's hard. So if you're so one, Lucy, I'm glad you've you've moved through that phase because that's a tough one. And for you folks that are maybe new on this, not that it's like, hey, great, you get to look forward to this. But if you find yourself in that situation, you're like, oh my God, you know these people who I thought were my friends are not my friends. Yeah, you just you start pivoting and changing. Now, what I will say, I, I did see, you know, I started purging some of my friends and I would say there was, there was a, you know, a couple, one in particular, that they started to pivot around the time I was pivoting. So fortunately, we kind of were able to go through that awakening, so to speak. He didn't go through a divorce, but just a perspective shift at the same time. Now, he had his own traumas he was dealing with, but good question. Glad you brought that up. All right. Oh, uh, one other thing I wanted to ask. I tried to force no commercials on this stream. So I'm curious. Now, I didn't demonetize the video, so I didn't do that. But I told it not to run automatic ads. So is anybody seeing ads being forced upon you either at the beginning are throughout this live stream. So curious on that. I'm trying to troubleshoot troubleshoot that. Stephanie says, "Dst, thank you so much for your channel. It helped me through so uh, through so dark days. But now I have 50 50 and don't have to pay child support anymore. I'm making it through the other side. Oh, you know what? I did it wrong." There we do. Now we got super crowd and confetti. Good for you. It, you know, getting to the other side of this is, is I mean, it feels like it's impossible. And I, and I know, I'm sure, Stephanie, back in the old days when I would talk about that, you're probably thinking, really? Come on, Dwayne. It, 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 really? Yeah, okay, it, maybe it'll be a little bit better, but it's not going to be the way you're talking about it. But now you're there. Good for you. Let's see. Oh, yeah. ooh, that's a tough one. David says, "DST, is it possible our children can be the abuser like the narc parent once they reach their teenage year? Unfortunately, absolutely. If if they realize or get the training." That being toxic and manipulative is a way to get what they want. Then, yeah, and there's a few people on the um, that are uh, members of the channel that are going through that. Um, it's it's it can get to the point that how am I trying to say this? There are some ways to try to mitigate that early on, but as it continues to grow, if it continues to get worse, there may come a point in time. To where it gets to a situation to where you're like, okay, this is, this is, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And you have to set boundaries and it's, it's hard because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to walk away or whatever. But what I will say though, is kids tend to respond with two decent boundaries in time. I I've seen a lot of people who have their kids flip out have a problem. They finally say, "You know what? This isn't, you know, you're we're not doing this anymore." And then the kid in a, you know, week or two or whatever will come back around and it's like they're testing. They're trying to test to see what they can get get rid of. Now, get away with, not rid of. So David, the other problem is just Normal. See, here's the other thing that's. That, here, I'm going to bring this back up on the screen. This is the other thing that's really frustrating about this particular topic or this particular question. Let me. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. Even if everything was great, let's say you were still married and you and your wife were were the the best parents ever, there is still a chance that when your kid becomes a teenager, they will be an hat for for lack of a better word, because that's a phase that kids go through. And, you know, and it's it just makes it harder in our situations because we know that we don't have an ally in this phase of the game. We have somebody who, when that happens, same thing, I mean, that when that happens, they're going to egg it on, not try to fix it. I mean, for instance, you know, a couple of years ago when my, youngest was, I don't know, 15 or 16. They went through a phase where they're like, I don't want to come see you, you know, yada, yada. And you haven't talked to the ex in forever. And then she was just eating that up. I'm, I'm here, let me do this. I'm doing everything I can. I'm trying to get them to come see you, but I can't force them. You know, I didn't even respond to her. I'm like, whatever. Cause I knew it was just, it was a bait. It was to try to get me to do it. But, 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 but that's the problem, right? Cause then you're like, you go down this phase, if, if it was not for this person, this would not be happening. Or this would not be, yeah, if I'm saying that right. The reality is, they don't help, but you might be dealing with it anyways. The only difference is, is at least then, if you're both on the same page, if the kid goes off on you, the other parent can try to play good, you know, you can do good cop, bad cop. You know, on this, with when you have a toxic person in the mix, you can pretty much guarantee that they are going to not help the situation at all. I have a friend of mine who's dealing with that. And he's going through this this cyclical thing where things, things get better and then they crash. Then they get better and then they crash. And his ex is trying, you know, is egging it on and not helping. And, you know, just basically trying to triangulate everyone to create drama. And unfortunately, kids have a tendency to not, well, they don't understand that. You know, they're emotional and, you know, teenagers are drama magnets anyways. So it just complicates things. Hang in there, man. This, it, it gets better. So, but it's healthy boundaries on your side is important. Oh, I had one story, I guess I can mention this, where my kid came over was being a complete. My middle child, I don't know what age they were, 14, 15, you know, being disrespectful or, and, and I was just like, and I, and I was calm about it. And I'm like, you need to knock it off. Are there's going to be consequences? And it was like, eh, 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 you know? And it was finally like, now, if you guys have heard me before, it's like, do never do the, okay, you're grounded for life. You know, your error is being rationed. Don't do that. You have to have a punishment, but still give a door open for you guys to do something. So my thing was, you know, if you don't knock it off, I'm going to take your, you know, you're going to lose your phone, your your cell phone. Cell phone is a completely different story. I'm the one who paid for those. Partly that was just so because the ex was bird dogging everything. They even she was still bird dogging the uh, when I got them the phones. But I wanted to have some ability to get to the kids without having to go through the gatekeeper, not realizing that she was still going to be a gatekeeper. But whatever. But anyways, so I'm like, hey, I'm, you know, you're going to lose your phone. Was it your phone? Yeah, it was phone. So push, push, push. Then I'm like, all right, you know, you're, give me your phone. You know, you're losing your phone. She nuts up, starts screaming at me. And I and she started heading towards her room. So I'm like, that's when I said, go to your room, right? Because I'm like, you know, you're going to run off and just exit this and slam your door. Well, I'm going to tell you to do that. And she did slammed her door. And then she started throwing stuff in her room. And this was back in the early days of this where I was completely broken. I'm like, "Oh my god, if she breaks out the window, I'm screwed cuz I can't afford I can, I I don't have the money for this." And uh that would be where I did pivot from my way I, de- I deal with this stuff. I think what and at one point what happened is so she went to room, she's doing that. And then she freaking runs out the house. She was going to run to mommy and I basically ran out there. I'm like, get your, you know, bleep, 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 back in the house. She went back in the house and I think I did the the scary dad thing where I basically just got into her face and it's like, if you don't freaking knock this off right now, I'm taking the, taking everything out of your room and the door off of it. You know, you need to calm down. Oh, the good old days, David. Yeah. So you you'll, you'll. Shit's going to happen. Hang in there, man. And try not to take the bait. You got, I mean, you know, I, what I just explained is not ex- normally how I would tell you to, to respond to a situation. But what I will say this, we all know our situations the best. And we know the the pressure points with our kids and stuff like that, just like they know the pressure points with us. So, you know, my response Worked. My response in your situation may, may be a catastrophic calamity. So it's just, you know, your mileage may vary and you have to tailor it to your own personal situation. God, that was not, man, those times, that is so long ago. I am so glad that stuff's done. I apologize for anybody who's still going through that. But hopefully you can take it that there is, this, this nightmare doesn't last forever. Semblance. Thank you, Stanley. When I first said it, I'm like I'm leaving, missing a letter. <laughs> Thanks for that. I appreciate it. I wonder if I can I can't select that. Ah. You know, so let me do that. So Diane says, wish my husband, I mean, sorry, wish my ex would be somewhat normal around kids. I left him so we'll get the repercussions of what, of that for eternity. I think you're saying he will. See, here's the thing though. Toxic narcissistic people only care about themselves. So if he doesn't care about the kids or, are the kids aren't accessories enough to be important Then it's not it won't be an impact to him. You know? I mean it's just these people are wired just wrong. All right, what do we got going on here? (laughs) Lucia says Dwayne deserves more likes, everyone. Don't forget. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support. That's funny. Oh, this is good. Diane uh, says, uh, nailed it, Dwayne, about seeing X now. And it took me, I know I don't want to retell that story, but but it took me a long time to get to that point. So it was pretty crazy. All right. Dang it. Oh, what did I just, oh, there we go. My Tumblr says uh, it's crazy how we thought these losers were a catch in our past. Yep, that is true. I sure I surely did. So I don't. I think I turned off. But but this. But I I gotta. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Thank you so much for the super chat. We'll see ya. Let me put that on the screen. I appreciate that. Thanks for the support. I guess I turned off my, my little, my little noisemaker unless it pops up here in a little bit. Appreciate that. Thanks for the support. All right. Oh, now I went right back to the top because I sorted by the wrong thing. All right, let me see where we are. All righty. Where are we at? We're a little over an hour. I think I'll probably start wrapping things up. So Let's see, let's see. Comments through everyone else. Aw. Pepe says, I'd sit through some ads if it sends some, some coin to DSD. Thank you, Pepe. I appreciate that. But again, I do hope that you guys didn't get bombarded. I was kind of okay. Stanley back on the ads thing says, Stan, no ads, Dwayne. Good. Glad to hear, glad to hear that. Why said. I, Wise, I thought you said that you were, you had a premium YouTube thing. I, th- I think I saw an intro ad. Yeah, I don't know how to, I don't know how to. F- <laughs> I just looked up. Wise says, what will I do without the Viagra commercials? <laughs> oh, you guys are hilarious. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. Heather says, I bet dear old grandma blamed her not going on you. You know what I find really weird is it's like the relationship with them is already strained. Uh, They they left. My mom left California Abruptly, and this is after you know, I, I wasn't talking to her, so I wasn't involved in that whole thing. But what the kids the way the kids explained it to me is basically they're like, Hey, um, oh, by the way, we just left and we moved to another state, you know, bye. So, I, 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 I mean, it's not like anyone, you know, the kids still are very cautious about what they tell me. Obviously, the ex isn't going to tell me anything. So I don't know what the dynamic is. I don't really care. Um, if, if that did happen, Heather, it did not. Nobody told me about it. So I didn't, I didn't hear that. What, actually, what I heard, actually, now that you mention it, the story that I did hear, because I did ask one of the kids about this, I said, well, what, what's going on here? And because of the three graduations, and they're not all on the same weekend, they were basically like, well, if we come down, we're coming down to celebrate everyone's achievement, and it's not going to be about one person. And apparently one of my kids maybe didn't like that. So they're like, you know what, never mind. We will come after everyone's graduated and uh then we'll just do a big weekend celebration, which is that. So so technically I think that that was a story I heard. Don't know if it's true, but I did not hear of anything about being, well, your dad's an a-hole and you know, whatever. To be perfectly honest, they probably would have liked to just been around just to try to poke me in the eye. All right. Let's see. Man, for now people jump in. It's like I swear to God, it's like YouTube doesn't tell anybody about this damn stream until, uh, until, uh, it's been on for an hour. Heather says a double NARC graduation. Yeah, it was almost a triple. So I think the high school one was the last one. That one was kind of easy. I mean, I just, you know, when we got there, walked straight up to where the X was, uh, we got kind of separated and we were going into the auditorium. We didn't have assigned seating and you know, they ended up sitting on one side and we sat on another. Actually what happened is a buddy of mine, like, like my best friend at work that I've known for 30 years, unfortunately was sitting right next to her and his wife didn't get it. And he was trying to say, that's Satan over there, you know? Oh, I almost said her name. Oh crap. But yeah, just say, whatever. Huh? What? You know, Tina, who, where, you know, it's like, shut up. You're sitting right next to her. Anyways. And my ex's name is not Tina. So, and I apologize for anyone who might be on whose name is Tina, but you know, I always do Timmy, Tina, little Timmy. (laughs) Oh God. That's funny. All right. Uh, let me, I'm going to do a search on questions or Q colon just to see if I, nope, no no Q colons, Q spaces. Nope. Uh, other than the, uh, the tomorrow thing. What was the favorite ones I did? I did that one and that one. Okay. Covered that. All right. So I'm going to start at the bottom and just kind of Start wrap things up, just go through what's currently on here. Diane says, coming up on graduation soons, one in May, the first one. Have survived college soccer games so far. Yeah, those things aren't fun. So but congratulations on the 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 I the college graduation, I think is what you're saying. That's pretty awesome. That's a good accomplishment. Oh, right, because you told... Yeah, okay, now I remember your story because the kids are in college and he's paying for it, so he's got the control from that. That's right, I forgot about that. All right. Oh, a few people said just intro ad breaks. That's okay, intro. Okay, I guess that's not too bad. So... Jack Lumen says to iTumblers, the SMS text notifications work awesome. They really help me. And on that, I'll just bring that back up. If you want to sign up for that, just text DSD Live, all one word, to 844 598 0012. So on your phone, just open up the messaging app, the SMS app, pull it up, do a new contact, send it to 844 598 0012. And then for the comment, Just put in the text as DSD live, L-I-V-E, one word. So D, so Delta, Sierra Delta, Lima, India, Victor, Echo. So that will uh, get you added into that. So thanks for bringing that up. All right. And I think, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll answer this one pushing 50. Did you ever get your insulin? No. Uh, I have my doctor's appointment on Friday. Like, Oh crap, this is bad. And I'm like, yeah, really nice. If you'd send me my meds, could you kind of put them in? So they put them in. I, what is today? Today Today's what Tuesday to this morning? I get an, an email from my, my pharmacy, my male pharmacy saying, Hey, we're trying to refill your insulin. But there's a problem and your doctor won't answer us. Could you please call them and get them to do something? So I called again and I'm like, hey, uh, numbers suck. Actually, I feel better today than I have recently, but I mean, my numbers are bad. I mean, like I, this morning, I think when I started out, I was at 298. So I have not been doing super awesome. So thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully they'll start shipping them out, but I'm starting to think that uh, I am not going to get them this week, which sucks because I do not intend to go out into the mountains if I don't have my blood sugar back under control because, you know, hey, dying on the side of a mountain doesn't sound like fun. Granted, earlier in the stream, we talked about all the various ways people will be able to find me, But, uh, I don't really want to, I don't want to deal with that. So on that. Oh yeah. This is America. Why says this is America. You'll get the insulin after you die. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) keep you guys, keep your fingers crossed for me. I appreciate it. I, uh, Oh, Jack Luman says to Wise, I pray the doctor will never prescribe insulin. You know, I fought it for the longest time <clears throat> when they were, you know, hey, take this med, take that med. I mean, this is even before uh, the divorce. And when, when the divorce happened, I couldn't afford it. So I stopped. I couldn't. I mean, it was like all my money was going to the ex and I did not have a buffer to pay for all my medicine that I needed because it was like a 100 bucks a month. So I just stopped doing it because I just I couldn't do it. It's like if I didn't pay her, you know, or if I use that money, I couldn't put gas. I mean, it was just, it was bad. So I stopped doing it. So when I got to the point where things pivoted around, it, uh, <sighs> when I started checking the nut, it was bad. It was bad, bad. So, yeah. Anyways, geez. But to wrap things up, what I will say is this, going back to the beginning part of this, make sure you find or you have something that you enjoy doing that's positive. If you enjoy, you know, getting drunk, I'm not talking about that, but if there's something that you like to do, you like to garden or you like to go for walks or you, whatever, it is, make sure you do it. Make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you do not get wrapped so far in uh, you know in under the axle or in the axle with what's going on that you are neglecting yourself and I'll say that it's very easy to neglect yourself. So you have to force yourself to not to not do that. And on that on that note as I reach over here thank you guys for tuning in on this Tuesday I really appreciate it I do want to take a moment to say thank you to the channel members which will also include the five gifted memberships that Tiffany did on the last stream I appreciate all you guys who are channel members and support the channel with super chats and through channel memberships it really means a lot I really appreciate it. helps keep the lights on keep me motivated to keep coming on that Take care of yourself. Sign up for those notifications so you can uh, join me when the show starts. All right, guys. Take care, and I'll see you on the next one.